All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's AYN2K. You're one of the podcasts of all time. I am, uh, well, I'm not your host, but I am a host. Uh, probably the second best host. It's me, Isaac Bear, And with one me of, today. One of the podcasts of all time. Yeah, it's what, one of what the is podcasts it? of all time. Yeah, it's one of the podcasts of all time. And I'm Isaac Bear. And today with me, thank you for joining me. Yeah. It's Quinn Eaton. He's usually here, though. I am. I, I, I don't know how many episodes I've missed, if I've missed any at all. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, we decided to just kind of change some things up. And so you are going to be taking the reins of person that guides the podcast, what I usually do. This is kind of like an off week for me where I'm still here, but I'm not having to to carry the load, so to speak. So if we were two running backs on an NFL team's depth chart, uh, you are the uh, backup running the, back I'm now stepping into... Depth. Yeah, you're stepping into the full-time running back role, and I'm coming in just on, uh, you know, third downs or goal line opportunities to try to score a touchdown. But thanks for uh, thanks for taking the reins, and I'm really excited about this episode that you you pitched well, you, and wanted to do. What's going on though? You're looking kind of rough. I've got some allergies going on. I don't know if you can tell from my voice. Um, Good. No, but uh, that's that's really it. Um, you know, just got off work too, so that could also be a part of it. I just looked at a screen for eight eight straight hours. So, uh, other than that, healthy. other than that, I'm good to go. I need to get some blue light glasses, yeah. but other than that, yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I'm golden, and I'm I'm actually excited yeah. to talk about this. Well, I'm glad you're excited because, folks at home, if you've read the title, uh, it's not misleading. It is unfortunately exactly what it is. You know, Quinn and I had a discussion about what should we talk about for the podcast as we. Often do, and many times you come up with really good ideas, like uh, how many hamsters would it take? That's a personal favorite, yeah. and things of this nature tend to happen. Uh, but also, occasionally, Quinn gets hooked on an idea, and he, you know, it's one of those ones you don't, you know, he won't let it go, so you just give it to him. You know, you give that one to him. And this, this one's going to be one of those. Yeah, and it's all right, because here in about 24 minutes, I've actually got to take a meatloaf out of the oven. So oh, wow. you know, my time here, yeah, so at some point, I'll be deferring back to you to kind of run things while I get this meatloaf out of the oven. And, that, and that'll be fine. Kind of going back to that NFL metaphor that I had, maybe uh, during that time in the metaphor, you tweaked your hamstring, you're getting checked out in the medical tent, but then you'll come right back afterwards because you cleared all of the health protocols and be cleared to go back to the playing field. So uh, the only question I have about that, is it a homemade uh, meatloaf or is it a store-bought yeah. meatloaf? No, it's definitely a homemade and it's a, it's a family recipe passed down through the generations. Oh wow! And what what all goes into a meatloaf? That's one of the more mysterious uh, dinner well, items, I think. You might not believe it, but you might not believe it if I told you. It's a bit of ground beef, right? It's a bit of onion, right? And now you're sticking with me so far, and it's making sense. It's also two eggs and some milk. Mm -hmm. Wow! And now you're thinking, where does it get weird? Saltines, crushed. Okay. Crushed saltines. But I can taste all of that. I feel like if I if I imagine you can't myself, taste crushed saltines after an hour. Well, a little, a little salt, salty bread. And then the sauce, of course. Yeah, the brown sauce. sugar, ketchup, and Worcestershire. And that's good for you, right? That's that's good. Like as far as like the the health pyramid health? or whatever the yeah. triangle. Equal parts ketchup and brown sugar. As a matter of fact. Gotcha. 
All right. Well, that sounds good. I'm I'm actually a little bit jealous and I apologize that I'm cutting into your meatloaf time with this podcast, but that's fine. Uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be good. Well, I guess, uh, hey, listen, there's really no beating around the bush here. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this topic today since you've texted me. More so, not necessarily dread, but it's it's more like whatever the disappointed version of dread would be. You know? Disappointment? Yeah, but it's like dread is fear, but the dread version of, of disappointment. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised as we get into some of these. Um, because I think we're trying to kind of give those and and you'll get into this after the topic transition but we're trying to give those tried and true methods just as much as we're trying to give those hey you might not have heard about this or you might have missed this uh as far as the situation uh that's presenting itself with today's topic but i'll I'll try not to get too specific with anything before we transition into the episode yeah well let's hey how about we just transition into the episode you know okay. what? Let's break the cycle, the AYN2K cycle of 20-minute introductions. We are breaking the cycle today. Did we talk about meatloaf for a few minutes? Yes. Did we talk about NFL depth charts for a few minutes? Yes. I still feel like we could be breaking the cycle of, uh, in, in this. So why don't we go ahead and do that? Wait, no, I have to do it. You're making it's oh, my job now. I can still or do it. Or is it your you job? I can still Why do it. Why don't you do it? Because to. I don't even okay. remember. I don't even All right. Remember. Well, uh, this is episode 264. Today's topic how to get rid of the hiccups. Sorry about that. I, I thought that whenever I handed you over the, the main host podcast role that you were just going to roll with everything but i'm happy to fill in uh at any point where you might feel like you don't really know what, what direction to go um but yeah today's topic how to get rid of the hiccups yeah and like uh, you mentioned earlier we have a couple tried and true methods well-known methods and then a couple of maybe under the table kind of back alley kind of dark web like stuff you might have uh heard from a you know a cousin's friend's you know, uh, mothers, you know, uh, yeah. shaman or something. So that's kind of where exactly. we're, that's kind of what we're going to go for. Now, as far as going through these, I think we should probably start with the well-known methods. Well, I first want to point out that part of the reason why, or part of what inspired me to throw out this topic, I believe it was on the list already, but this was just like a cultural moment that really kind of felt like it it gave us no choice but to talk about uh, the hiccups today. Um, well-known uh, legendary football and baseball player, Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. You don't know Bo Jackson? No, I've, I've never heard of that. You don't know Bo? In my life. Have you ever heard the term Bo knows? No. No. Okay. Well, no Isaac, doesn't, Isaac doesn't know Bo, but Bo knows. And Bo knew that he had the hiccups. Bo Jackson, this is true. He had the hiccups for a entire an entire year, and he had he, to ha- nonstop. And he How do you just sleep? he had to have surgery uh, just recently in order to somehow I don't know if this is a common thing, but somehow ease uh, himself uh, or I guess cure himself from these endless hiccups. Now I wouldn't wish that upon. Do you have a gene deficiency? I don't, I don't entirely know, but all I know is that he had the hiccups for a, a year straight. Uh, and I'd like to know if he had like wrote down the, that first day that he had them 
um, or had cataloged all of his hiccups for the for the 12 month period. But that is something that I would not wish on my worst enemy, the hiccups for a year. That doesn't seem that bad. Really? Do you think you'd rather be blind for a year or have the hiccups for a year? And I um, think as far as punishments go, I might wish an enemy to be blind just for a year. Knowing that you would get it back, knowing that you would either cease hiccuping or get your vision back after a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, I guess think I, about it. It's really not that bad at all. I you guess I still do every normal thing. I choose the hiccups, but yeah, if you go out to eat, if you go to the movies, if you're on a date, all of those things are, you're just over there going the whole time. That's a pretty good fake hiccup. I'll try to do it again. That was a really good. That was a really good. That was a really good hiccup. And you're just doing that constantly. I don't know how often it was happening, but for him to finally just say, I've had it with these hiccups and to get surgery, I feel like that's, that's crazy. But as far as I know, the surgery was successful. I'd like to know how many surgeries of that nature have happened before, but uh, in classic, all you need to know fashion, I did not look that up. So Bo Jackson, um, T's and P's your way, my man. Because uh, you what think- is that? What is that? A T and a P? A T and a P is a thought and a prayer or thoughts and prayers. Uh, it's the short way of saying oh. it. There's, there's a lot of T's and P's thrown around, it seems like today, but T's and P's to Bo Jackson. Uh, we don't know him personally, but uh, hope that he's doing well after- after his post, uh, I guess, post-surgery for hiccups. Yeah, I doubt it, though. You know what they say about chronic hiccups? They come back. Well, you know, uh, they say that it can, it can, uh, chronic hiccups associated with several underlying disorders. Yeah, it's true. Brain tumors, strokes, pneumonia. You you WebMD'd this thing. Oh, I said chronic hiccups can't be real. And then when I looked it up, in the Google search, I said, "Well, I said chronic hiccups dangerous," and Google said, "Bo Jackson gonna die." No, Bo Jackson, he just had surgery and he's gonna be fine. But the reason why we're doing this episode is if Bo would have maybe listened into this particular episode of All You Need to Know, he might have known how to get rid of his hiccups, and so uh, he might have tried all the well-known methods that we're gonna touch on real fast. But he might not have tried the lesser-known methods that we'll get to here in a little bit. So. Uh, I'll, I'll hand the reins, of course, back to you. I kind of took over with the Bo Jackson stuff, but that's okay. That's actually lead us, great. Lead us down the road, the avenue. I can imagine listeners skipping their way along a a, a grassy neighborhood, and we're going to be touching on the houses are all different methods of getting rid of the hiccups. That's what I'm envisioning in my head. Okay. Assume it entered the first house. All yes. right. Well, the first house. The first house is, uh, and this is a this is pretty standard. You breathe into a paper bag. Right. So this is now our the question is, is this our first well-known methods. That's the first well-known method. And okay. it's breathing into a paper bag. And there's a couple questions this brings up. First of all, why paper? Second of all, why a bag? Third of all, how much do you breathe into the bag? And how does that solve a hiccup? Go ahead and explain. Um, I, I tried to gather all those questions. Um, I don't have a notepad or anything in front of me, but uh, the best I can say is that with a plastic bag, uh, that's going to cause some some issues. You always see whenever you open up a package or something and it's got a plastic bag in it, it says like, don't let a baby around this, don't put it on your face. Because then once you kind of suck in on it, it's hard to, you know, I guess, remove it from your, uh, your, your nostrils and your mouth. Maybe it, it covers it up. Harder to rip away. A, a paper bag, if anything were to happen, it's going to rip away really easily. Uh, I think that's the main reason why paper bags are used. 
as far as how many times you're supposed to breathe into it, it's probably kind of like meditation where you just kind of do it until you feel like you've, you've done the job. Um, of course with this, in this case, you would just do it until the hiccups are gone. Um, but you, I think I've only ever, I've never seen anyone actually breathe into a paper bag before. Uh, Sounds like hyperventilation. To, yeah. It's just supposed to regulate your breathing and get you back on track. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like I've only ever seen it in TV shows and movies. So I don't know how, how yeah. well it actually does of getting rid of hiccups. Again, the TV shows and movies things makes me think that you're probably thinking of hyperventilation and not hiccups because that I think is is often associated with that. I, uh, the one the one thing I would say probably when it comes to breath is holding your breath, I think is the one you're thinking about mm. for hiccups. No, I've I've seen 11, He's 11 to 15, down. 11 to 15 movies uh, that the main the character films or a supporting hiccups? Uh, supporting role has the hiccups and has to utilize some some method to get rid of them. Yeah. I watch well, a lot I of hiccup, how hiccup often, based movies. Yeah. Well, I just wonder how often if an actor halts production because they have hiccups and can't deliver lines. I wonder how often that happens. Well, if that happened, they might move on to the next method where you pull your knees up to your chest and lean forward. Now, I haven't ever Mistake. personally done this one. Um, but have that's you, how you poop. Have you ever? Yeah, that's how you poop. So you're telling me that you get on the toilet, you pull your knees up to your chest and lean forward, and that's how you are able to uh, release the excrement from your body. It's a proven. You you get a stool. It's called the it's called the the stool stool, yeah. and you pull the stool stool up. And if you got your legs kind of up, kind of a little bit up, to you, and then you lean forward, everything gets aligned, and it's just okay. it just falls right out. Well, hey, I've heard the phrase "Don't knock it till you try it." I'm not going to judge you for that, um, but I don't like that the the visual image that I saw in my head of you just like you know face down to your knees trying to to force one out, uh, pump a grumpy, if you will. Um, but apparently that that you could kill two birds with one stone and pull your knees up to your chest and lean forward and not only uh, just evacuate your bowels but get rid of the hiccups that have been uh, challenging you for however long. Uh, so that that's something to keep in mind for you specifically, since you just said that's how you usually or anybody bathroom. Yeah, we could name this episode "Hiccup Remedies," aka "How to Poop." Let's just stick to the hiccups. I think hopefully I don't I don't see any other uh, methods for getting rid of hiccups falling underneath that category except for that one. Uh, hopefully not, at least. Well, okay, all right. So I got the next one here. It's sipping ice cold water. Now, let me go ahead and stop you right there. Because do you do you be sipping ice cold? I'm talking ice. It says in the text here, ice cold, cold as ice. I've heard this one before. Uh, I actually think I've tried it before. Um, I don't know. I wish I kind of what I was talking about earlier with Bo Jackson, like I wonder if he cataloged his hiccup uh, experience, his hiccup disease or chronic hiccups, whatever he was dealing with. Um, I do sort of wish that I'd kept a diary over my life and, and found out which methods worked. Cause I know I've tried this one, but I don't remember if sipping ice water works for hiccups. I don't like water that that's cold. That, that is that temperature. I've sipped ice. Water I like a, I like a relatively room temperature ever, like ever so slightly cooler. Yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna chug a bottle of water or something like that, yeah, I don't like it to be, ice, be cold. ice cold. Um, but maybe that's part of the uh, trick to getting rid of the hiccups is that it is a certain temperature. It's ice cold. You're certainly not gonna sip on boiling water. Um, that might. You think, you, that, you think you could? You think that, that might, would work? 
that might solve the hiccups, but it's going to cause a lot of other problems uh, along the way. So I don't think that would be good. Tea or coffee? But that's not boiling. It's not hot. boiling. It's not boiling in that in that sense. But what else we got? I'll let you. I'll let you take the next one. We'll go back and forth here. That's fine. Um, swallowing some granulated sugar. Uh, I haven't ever heard of what? this one. How does that work? Why would now, that help? I will say, Mary Poppins. I believe. No, that might be wrong. It might. It's either Mary Poppins or The Sound of Music. Um, a, a spoon full of sugar makes the medicine go down, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, so if that does have any sort of medical relevance, um, or I would even say uh, a a very supported medical doctor has done some sort of study on this and found that to be true, uh, then I would have to think that granulated sugar could help your hiccup problem, but I, I don't know do for think? sure. I've never tried this. Have one. you ever seen a fat person hiccup? It's a great question. I have. I have can't, actually. I can't say that I have. Okay. Well, and let's not let's not get into a situation where we're offending any group. Uh, I understand what you're about to you say. Wouldn't is be that offending anybody. Those that maybe consume more sugar somehow, luckily, or I guess if there's a, a real way around this method, uh, that they just eat more sugar, therefore they don't have the hiccups. Um, that's that's a stretch. That's a little bit of a stretch. Now, Are the next sure one, about that? I, I know you said you wanted to go back and forth, but the next one seems to be kind of in the same vein of swallowing sugar. This one says to bite on a lemon or taste vinegar. And I've never done either of those two things. You never Just, bite down on a lemon before? Never bit down on a lemon uh, and then tasting vinegar by itself. What would I be doing that to you to make sure that it's vinegar? I've never gotten vinegar out of my my cabinet in the kitchen and been like, well, let's see if this yeah, vinegar is still good. You a swig of vinegar before yeah. just to see what would happen? But doesn't that seem like, you know, you could maybe even gr uh, group those two together uh, as far as like biting on or tasting or swallowing down uh, different things in order to solve the hiccups. Assumption of a substance. You know, I, I guess you could. I think sugar and a, and a lemon is going to be probably about as polar opposite as you could get. But I wonder mm -hmm. if you could take the sugar with the lemon, eat, do it at the same time, make them both more pleasant. Or put them all And into still a, get rid of your hiccups as you double down your chances, yeah. maybe. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. Or maybe even work them all into some sort of uh, cocktail uh, to where... You've got yeah, it's maybe a, a dash, a dash sugar, of vinegar, a spoonful of water. Sugar. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, knock them all and out at once. And you sip it while your knees are pulled up to your chest. Now, that's that's yeah. an important distinction is I don't think we're saying that you have to do all these things at once or in any you particular could. order to solve your hiccups. Like you just said, you could try that if maybe the first couple of methods aren't working. You could try to group them together. But these are all singular methods to to hopefully and well-known methods at that to hopefully solve the hiccup problem you know maybe if you did i will say this if, if any of you were so inclined as to maybe be having hiccups and you thought you know maybe the best thing that i can do right now is to try many of these things at once send us a video uh a photo uh yeah maybe a well-written email about how that goes for you because i would love to hear it yeah uh, all you the need next is number is, two, no, yeah, zero, zero uh, at gmail.com. Yeah, zero, zero at gmail.com. There it is. Uh, and the next one we have, I mentioned it earlier because I didn't read the list. You know, I just like to kind of wing it. So I didn't really read this list, actually. That's good. And uh, and so yeah, it's one I said, it's holding your breath for a short time. How long can you hold your breath? 
I've held my breath uh, longest. I did it was summer of 2016. Uh, clocked in at at 5:02, I believe. I cracked the the oh, five minute minutes. Threshold. You held yes. your breath. Yeah, is underwater that right? too. Underwater. Which oh, is, is that right? Point. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, why would I give you a specific okay. summer that I did it if I was lying? Well, because that's that's what you do. You you falsify information using specifics. Well, let's not get into the to the nitty gritty of things and get lost in the weeds. Um, I think that hold, holding your breath for a short amount of time is one of those well known methods that's probably tried one of the it's one of the first things you try when you have the hiccups. Uh, maybe, actually, let's go ahead. These last three, I think, are really tried and true methods of getting rid of the hiccups. You've got holding your breath for a, the for last, a short time. The last one? Laying upside down and then having someone scare you. Those are the, I think those are the big no. three. If we're talking, uh-uh. if we're talking LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, the big three of hiccups, hiccup removal, it's these three. Holding your breath, laying upside down, or having someone scare you. I don't really know how the last one works. That one doesn't really make sense to me. Well, I don't know a lot about hiccups. Um, I did take a course in college uh, about, you know, different malfunction of, of the uh, Eustachian tube, right? But this one in particular, I don't know a lot about, but I do know that hiccups usually involve some sort of air being trapped, right? And so if someone were to scare you, you might be taken back by that. You might go, and that might dislodge the air that's, that's lodged somewhere uh, in the throat. And that's not something you could do manually. Um, not necessarily. Uh, you'd have to ask Bo Jackson. Apparently, they had to do it manually in some form or fashion with his uh, surgery. But I haven't read much into it. I don't think they've released a lot of information on it. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'll take it. I see. I hear what you're saying. Not sure I'm on board. Maybe it's the adrenaline. Maybe it's the adrenaline chemical. That dislodges. You, know, you can't the just produce pocket. adrenaline. Yeah. So and I, I want to correct. And, and you know that begs I, the question. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I said eustachian tube, which is located in the ears. I did mean uh, the the throat area, and I know that I said I studied it esophagus. in college. The esophagus. Yes, I, I, I misspoke there. I misspoke. Well, you know, you, you got to give me a break. You know, allergies, things like that. Allergies, right? Yeah. Yeah, I had a question. Here's a question for you, uh, and and it's I can't. I'm just really kind of hung up on the getting scared thing. Uh, what and 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 it says getting scared. You know, there's various types of being scared. You know, there's there's jump scares. There's you know like phobia uh, type of scares, and then there's just raw you know terror, fear. Yeah. You know what kind of scare are we looking for? It's here? it's a jump scare. It's a it's a sudden movement. It's a sudden noise that. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, whenever I kind of acted it out, I, I went <laughs> like that. And it's that usually whenever you get scared, you might freeze up, you might breathe in sharply. And that I believe is that, that small little thing that helps get the hiccup out. Now, I don't know the science behind it. I don't think anybody does. There's no scientist in the world that knows how a hiccup actually works. But I believe mm-hmm. that I believe that those three methods, like I mentioned, are going to be your best bet. Like I said, said, no scientist or doctor is going to really know the ins and outs of a hiccup, but that's what they're going to tell you to do. So those bottom three. But Man. I am excited. I am excited to get to these lesser known methods, uh, and of course I'll let you do that. But it just yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of giddy about it. I, I'm excited to to you know. You sound so excited. Thank you. Yeah. So they that. gave Bo Jackson surgery 
without knowing what a hiccup is? Well, part of it was experimental uh, and, and a discovery sense uh, of trying to learn more about the hiccup and and how it can be stopped. And, and Bo Jackson, uh, I believe he went into the surgery under his own will, but I don't know for certain. So like I said, not a lot of information has been released on that. But why don't that, that seems like a perfect transition, Bo Jackson being forced into a hiccup surgery to talk about the lesser known methods of of hiccups and how to get rid of them. So go ahead and walk us through. I'm just kind of gonna be a passenger in this in this segment. I want you to I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, I know that you're gonna have to get the the meatloaf out or whatever here soon. So for the time being, I want you to just kind of uh you know, illuminate these, these things that we have, these lesser known methods, I'll touch on certain things and support you. And then whenever it comes time for you to get the meatloaf out, I'll kind of take over from there. Well, that's going to be up really soon. Okay. Uh, okay. The first one is uh, we got online shopping and, mm. and, and if you've got the hiccups, perhaps your best course of action is to head to amazon.com yes. forward slash Jeffrey Bezos. Electronics. Jeffrey Dash oh. Bezos. Jeffrey B. My boy, Jeffy B. Jeffy B. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffy B. Uh, I gotta say it. I I don't really do a lot of online uh well, you know, as you might say, window shopping. I don't peruse, hmm. but I do like to, when I have something in mind, look online to see what's cheaper and then and then explore my options. That's about the love, extent of my online shopping. I love a little online shop yeah. where, like you said, and, yeah. maybe you're in a store and they've got, uh, I don't know, LeBron's new Nike shoe uh, right there in front of you for this price. And then you look it up on the Zon, uh, which is what the kids are calling it nowadays. And it's $10 cheaper is for it, some reason. They? Right. So I do like that too. Oh. Now, how does it solve the hiccup issue though? Is it a distraction? Is it? I was going to ask you. Oh, because uh, I have I have uh, not the foggiest idea. You know, the rest of these probably I could I could perceive, but I this one, I and like I've mentioned multiple times before, uh, both in this episode and then the entire run of the podcast is I don't know much, but if I were to assume, about uh, well, about anything and everything, but if I were to assume that I knew something about online shopping being a cure for hiccups. I would imagine that, again, it is sort of a chemical reaction like you were talking about. Maybe an adrenaline rush happens whenever you get scared. Uh, maybe the same thing whenever you press that add to cart or uh, check out um, and they tell you that you got 20% off this, uh, uh, I don't know, this toaster oh, oven that you that you found on there. Yes, it's that satisfaction yes. that's going to kind of release some endorphins in inside you that, uh, again, I don't know much about hiccups, but maybe it dislodges a hiccup or at least distracts you from it. And pulls you out of that hiccup trance. That's possible. Thank uh, you. This is a great. This is a great segue because uh, I got to get this meatloaf out of there, and you can talk about the next one ever so briefly, which is unfortunate because I was really excited about this one. I'll well, be quick. I'll I'll uh, make sure to give you some time to to talk about okay. it whenever you get back. But the next the next one that we have on the list of lesser known methods to get rid of hiccups is to watch Shrek two. Right? Why would you watch Shrek 2? Simply put, it takes your breath away. One of the main components of a hiccup is a breathing issue. So if you don't have any breath to have the breathing issue, thus the hiccups will reside somewhere else 
um, and 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 leave your body. Uh, at least that's the idea of watching Shrek too. And now people might ask, well, can you watch the first Shrek? Can you watch Shrek the third? Can you watch Shrek Forever After or any of the other Puss in Boots spinoffs? I wouldn't advise it because I don't know the exact, uh, what's the right word for this? The exact, uh, I don't know the exact strategy uh, to go through with those films. Just because they aren't cinematic masterpieces like Shrek 2 is. I will, and I have said in the past, firmly say that Shrek 2 is one of the only sequels I've ever seen that happened to be better than the first. Really? It is phenomenal. And like I said I just that. a second ago, before you or, or while you left, is that it simply takes your breath away uh, while you watch it. Thus, getting rid of your hiccups as you enjoy it and that one i agree with uh mongo uh the big ginji uh, uh that Nami last turning into a stallion that last scene, round buttocks that last scene where oh, yeah. ginji is uh is massive he's four stories yeah. tall that's mongo. storming, he's the storming he's not ginji. oh gotcha he's storming the castle yeah. Uh, he's getting a uh, hot milk, I believe, shot at him. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and the music? Yeah, I need a hero. I need a That hero changed to cinema forever. Have you yes. watched the new Super Mario's movie? I haven't. No. They did a, they did the same thing. They did a bit with them holding out for a hero. Really? Animated movies doing a training montage or a climactic montage with I'm holding out for a hero by Bonnie Tyler has changed cinema yep. uh forever. I think for so. All of cinema. Just as uh, the years are marked with a before Christ and after death, uh, cinema is marked with a before Shrek two and post Shrek two, um, and that's 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 something that maybe we could have gotten into more depth with if we focused just on the Shrek uh, movies in general. And I, I don't know if we have done that before, but I feel like we have. But mm-hmm. I we know that have you have missed- again. Okay, maybe we will. Maybe we'll just focus in on Shrek 2 if we haven't already done all the Shrek movies. But uh, you'll have to go back, Isaac, and listen to that, uh, what all the things that I said about Shrek 2, because we do need to move on to this next uh, lesson. Okay, unfortunate. And it's my turn. And I can't wait to tell you about this one. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I'll just go ahead and say it. There's no beating around the bush on this one. You, You find a farm animal and you ritualistically behead the animal like okay. uh, like a sacrifice kind of okay. like uh you know how a witchcraft might you know uh you 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 might have an ailment or something or, or you might have well, a desire you told me yeah. oh, okay. you told me that it was specifically a farm animal so any animal yeah. that resides on a farm so yeah i figured that that yeah. was better because most farm animals are going to meet uh, you know, that are untimely demise at some point. So it's yeah. not necessarily taking away from that process uh, because it's probably going to happen anyways. Of course, I'm in a sense where anytime we've talked about animal abuse or any sort of uh, killing of animals, I try to really walk a fine line between, okay, really self, what's self-defense do. and uh, what is something that, you know, is well, not necessarily yeah. needed. And, and this is definitely violence. not self-defense. But this it is, is ritualistic. And it's ritualistic in a way that is helping you. You're trying to defend yourself from the hiccups. And if you have to 
to resort to these means to get rid of them, then that's what you got to do. And you just, you mutter some words, you say a prayer and you, you take the sword and you bring it down. Is there, and if you can kill, and if you can kill the farm animal in one slice, one clean slice, rumor has it, your hiccups are gone. Yeah. Wow. Rumor has it, the hiccups go with the soul of that animal. Is that not a particular, like it has to be one fell swoop in in order for it to be effective or is that optional? Or it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think it's probably your best bet. I think you're probably you ought to go for that. Uh, I and think do, if you don't. And do you have to let out a little bit of a like a whenever you whenever you bring down the the sword? Yeah, just like that. I don't know if it, I, my mic probably peaked. I think it did. I didn't hear anything, okay. but I, I can visually I could imagine what sounds you were making. Yeah, it was kind of like this. I was like, it's like, like a. Kind of, there you, know, we go. you know gotcha yeah all right well we're running out of time here i'll i'll take a little bit off your plate and do this next to last one uh a lesser known method of, of getting rid of your hiccups is to call your uncle and talk politics and those of you that are listening walking around listening to it in your car you're you're probably saying to yourself uh along with some of the other things that we've said so far well how does this one work well put yourself in your in the shoes of yourself or a family member at a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, and you accidentally bring up politics, you say, well, that old crusty Joe Biden, or you say, well, it looks like Trump's, you know, gearing up to try again, or maybe even mention something about Ron DeSantis seems like he's, he doesn't like Disney World, you know, things like that. Just imagine saying that to your uncle, and then what happens after the fact, right? Things either get very aggressive, or they get very quiet, because it's awkward. Either one, you're either saving up air, saving up energy. So in a, in a sense, you're kind of breathing into that paper bag metaphorically, or you're expelling so much air and energy because you're really getting into it about uh, how Joe Biden should be forced to have a, a term limit, uh, or there should be some sort of age limit to the presidency or yada, 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 whatever you're talking about. And you're expelling so much air and oxygen that the, the hiccup has nothing to work with because you talked politics with your uncle. Right. Yeah. And if you don't have an uncle, uh, you're unfortunately stuck like Bo Jackson. And if you know if mm. you don't have an uncle, if your parent, uh, both your parents are an only child, and yeah. uh, you don't have any uncles, then uh, yeah, I'll, you know, now either use one of these other methods or accept your fate forever. It's been known to work with a grandparent as well, but that's that's a little tricky. That's a little tricky. Yeah. All right. What's our last one? I'm excited for this last, last one. one's. Uh, yeah. The last one's simple, but also, you know, it's, it's so simple. It just makes sense. Mm. Uh, if you've got hiccups and somebody that, you know, doesn't uh, beat them in a fight and they say that the hiccups transfer, it's pretty much, uh, wow. it's pretty much like a viral disease that can only be with one person. That's crazy. And is the, is, yeah. is there any known uh, reason for that transition being so effective between one person that's full of hiccups and the other person that's hiccupless. It's a matter of simple passive diffusion. Oh, um, yes. You know, yeah, and, and biologically. And so, mm -hmm. for example, you have allergies and hypothetically, if you were to, if you and I were to perhaps square off right now, square up and square off and you beat me in a fight, I, it would be me with the allergies. It's the same principle. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's incredibly interesting. 
Um, I, I'd like to know more about that, but we'll unfortunately have to talk about that off of the podcast since we're running out of time. Yeah. But you did it's a great really job. Too bad. I have a lot of information about that one. I don't know how you felt like you did, but it, it felt natural. Um, and when the day comes, uh, whenever I grow old and it comes time to hand this podcast off, you're going to be someone that can step right in. the same age. Well, maybe. Uh, it, it depends on the scientific discoveries that we find along the way, but uh, you'll be ready and trained, and uh, I'll be excited to see what you can do with this. Because uh, by that time, of course, we'll be making like millions of dollars per episode, and you'll be happy to step in. But yeah, that's uh, definitely we'll, that's definitely going to happen. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm the host, so I'll be signing us off now. Um, hey, thank you everybody for listening to AY2K. You know, uh, you know, I really hope that we didn't bore you to death. You know, if you skip to the end and you didn't listen to it, I, you know, but you're listening to the end, you know, good on you for for figuring mm. out for figuring out what's kind of going on around here. And we uh, hope that know, this we'll helped. see you in the next one. And just you know, you know, just just don't you know, I don't want you to lose faith in a wine two k off of one mistake. Like Amen. you know, you know, come back next week, and mm. uh, and and we'll 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 have a one definitely a lot better for you. Okay. Well, you don't sound uh, super confident in this uh, episode saying that, but. That's fine. Um, I'll go ahead and say that my name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear, and it's and you guys will see and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, and this has been all you need to know. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook, or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.